When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things. And also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories. And crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile. And let you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The, the Russian, Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hello, everyone. It's so great to see you. Hi, hi, hi. But not really see you <laughs> to like pretend what you look like. It's like when you see movies where they are computer animated and they have like the same three figures over and over again in the crowd. That's what I envision for our listeners. Yes. Y'all are in the crowd. Thank you to the three of you. Hi, Anna. Hi, Alexandra. How are you? I am so awesome. I feel like I've been riding on like a really positive energy high lately. That's fantastic. I know. I'm feeling really good, especially since like fall. I know. We've got dark mornings, dark evenings. Daylight savings is coming up around the corner. Yeah. And usually like it's harder, right? It's so dark in the mornings and I have such a tough time getting out of bed. Like when it was summer and 5.30 and the sun was coming through, I was like, hello world. And now it's like 6.20 and I'm like, get your ass up out of bed because you got to go to work and it's really dark and it's so difficult. But in spite of that, I still get up. Yeah. Well, and it's also colder, right? Which, Well, I, I thought of that. I was going to say, oh yeah, it's also colder. But I do know that Anna creates a cave of warmth and that's where she hibernates every night. It's really funny you said that because just last weekend I put my winter duvet cover on my bed and oh um, yeah like I amped up the number when I turn on my heated mattress pad I bumped up the number yeah we use those t-shirt quilts that y'all had made for Buddy and me after Sean died so we um, we use those for winter so I got ours out awesome especially since we just had our first snow. We did have our first snow. And you know, want to know it was really cute. So I was at, oh. No, no, I'm, do tell, do tell. I know, because I was like, do you want to know? And maybe you were <laughs> like, no. And then I would have had to tell a different story. No, no, I do want to know. What is cute about our first snow? Okay, so we have some people where I work that they haven't been in snow before. Like, they ha just haven't seen it before. Are these children or staff? No, staff. Like they just Oh, these are here. staff members? Yes, like adults. Who have never seen snow in their adult their whole life. Well, I don't know about if it's like whole life. Oh, okay. Here, since they moved here. Yeah, since they moved here. And so we had a late start day where students came in two hours late, not because of the snow. Oh. No, it was a scheduled day. Okay. All right. A scheduled two hour delay. And so that was already going to be anyway. And then it just happened to snow, but not, I mean, it wasn't sticking to the roads, you guys, like it, it accumulated on the mountains and on my windshield, but not really anywhere else. Yeah. Usually my backyard gets it, but the sun came out in the afternoon and it's already gone and it's supposed to be warm. 
Yeah. Well, and then I was like, hey, people who come to Colorado, welcome. And this is pretty much how it happens here. Like it'll snow and then be sunny later yes, in the day. I was trying to explain to Buddy what it means when snow melts because his daycare provider, we just say it's school, they have all sorts of toys. So they have a boat, they have a trailer, they have a camper. And so the, everything was melting. And so there are just tons of water coming everywhere. And he's like, where's the water coming from? Where's the snow? And I was trying to explain, well, it, it melts. Yeah. And our students in sixth grade are learning about states of matter. So oh, probably, yeah. I mean, he'll, he's so smart that he'll be able to pick that up. But yes, they're reviewing, you know, how water can be that liquidy stuff. It could be that frozen stuff. We and then also the steam. Mm-hmm. We have been talking about that as well. So I'm glad that he's getting sixth grade curriculum. I know. I'm very impressed with you. Thanks. You know, you guys, I have to tell you, um, I kind of wish you could see me because I feel like it's another day where it's tough for Alexander to take me seriously. Very much so. Because of my outfit. So let me tell you, Anna came into the house and Buddy was so excited to see her and I was rummaging through my mail, which I do not pick up my mail very often. And I'm glad I did because we had a couple packages, including some extra, but he just went through, well, I shouldn't say he went through, he is in the middle of another big growth spurt and I cannot find clothes anywhere. So he, I ordered some online and it came and I'm going through everything. So Anna and I are talking, but I'm not looking at her. And so she's talking to Buddy, she's dealing with my dog who's crazy and she sits down or puts all her stuff down and I look up and I just went. Mm-hmm. Her mouth dropped to the floor. <laughs> I was like, pick up your chin. <laughs> and I had no words. And, and she goes, well, it was neon day. Yeah, it, it's spirit <laughs> So week. she is wearing all black. So black long sleeve shirt because it's a little colder here. Black leggings with a neon pink tutu. That's right. I taught Buddy the word tutu because he's like, look at your skirt. And I said, it's a tutu. She also has her hair. Do you call those like? Pigtail buns, just buns, two buns. I don't, I don't know what they are. They're and I have to, I have to give you some credit because I know that scrunchies have made a comeback. I can't even say that they're making a comeback. They have made a comeback, and I just, I can't do it, y'all. I just can't do it. And I'm sure people are like, "Why can you not do scrunchies? Like they are amazing." And I have to give Anna credit because she has two neon green scrunchies in her hair. Well, Alexandra, um, if I may, the last time we had a spirit week at school, there was an 80s day. So, <laughs> Oh, I love that you repurpose your items. Mm-hmm. And I just kept the scrunchies at school because I won't wear them at home. But I bought the neon scrunchies for 80s day. Did I say 90s or 80s? You said 80s. Okay, good. Because it was 80s. And so I just kept them at school. And then when I was getting ready, I was like, oh, yeah, I also have those very bright scrunchies at school in a drawer somewhere. And I found them this morning and they just happened to work with the outfit. They did. And I just had this vision with you saying that you had to leave them at school of Zoe, your cat, if you brought them home, just it would be a new game for her going after your head. Yeah. And she <laughs> like, since Bentley has not been with us, she is everywhere. I am all the time. Like she has really reclaimed the bathroom. So anytime I'm getting ready anymore, she's back in there with me. And I often like either have to tell her to get down and she understands and she will, or if she's being stubborn and is like, nah, I'm not getting down. Then I have to place her on the floor. But generally, like if I open the medicine cabinet, her eyes like immediately go to where I keep my scrunchies and my, what are they called? Hair ties? Yep. (laughs) 
as like clips, um, bobby pins, hair ties. The hair ties, right? The rubber bands. And you guys, yesterday was Disney Day and I borrowed um, an outfit. I was like, funny of all things, I don't think I have anything Disney anymore, like clothing. So I went to our sister-in-law who is a Mickey fanatic. Yes. And she let me borrow some Christmas Mickey um, jammy pants. So I wore those and then a Mickey shirt. Adorable. It was super adorable. And then our niece had these like pink puffy mini ears. So I wore that with my outfit. And this is another reason that I I was like, I'm choosing to be positive this week because I had all that gear on and I did not sleep well the night before that day. And I was like, I woke up grumpy and then I put this outfit on and I was driving to work and drivers were driving me nuts. And I was just like super grumpy. And then I had to have a come to Jesus talk with myself because I was like, I cannot be wearing this outfit and be grumpy. Yeah. Because I was not wearing a grumpy outfit. I was wearing Mickey with mini ears. That's hilarious, though, if you did wear a grumpy outfit <laughs> for Disney Day. Didn't our brother have a grumpy t-shirt or I something? I think he does. It's interesting that you say that. This is a total tangent, not on our, our list for today. But Monday had um, an interview for another podcast. And I... Wait. Are you leaving me? No, no. As in, I was being interviewed by another podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Can we like rabbit trail, like tell this story, yeah. then I need the details about that. So well, we I don't can- have, I don't have all of them. So the company that's helping me publish the book, Scribe Media, they do an author hour. And so I was being interviewed by them for the author hour. So they're going to start that. So I'll get information when that's going to post and I'll add it for you guys. So I was being interviewed since the book is coming out in November or at the end of this month, actually, since this is November already. So I woke up that morning though, and I just, I was grumpier. I hadn't slept well. I was like, I am so not aligned right now. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. I just... I got to figure something out. And so about a half hour before I was like, I just said, okay, I need to just go meditate. And I'd been working from home that morning too. And so I went and I just sat and usually it takes me a while to kind of get into my meditations. I have to go through like a whole process of really relaxing, but it took me no time at all. And it was, it was an amazing, an amazing, amazing interview. So I will, I am definitely excited to share it with you. The guy that was interviewing me, like we just had such a great conversation. Um, but to your point, it was one of those things of being like, I need to snap out of this because people are going to feed off of that energy. And especially when you're trying to kind of emit a certain energy or or you need to be in a certain place. It's helpful to just take that moment. And I don't think we always take, I know for myself, I don't always take those moments to be like snap out of it or take the time out or what do you need to do to kind of change that? I did have like a total side note question, but I wanted to make sure we're good with the neon and how you're, you're doing with your neon outfit. I feel good. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about fall and the darkness I wanted to get your opinion because there have been whispers and there were some things initially about daylight savings and that the U.S. is going to, or at least Colorado is going to stop doing daylight savings. What What are your thoughts on that? Huzzah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why we have to change clocks. It is so hard on the kids. It is so hard on us as adults anymore. I thought I had heard, and I'm not sure if we mentioned this before on the podcast, but I had heard that it had to do with farmers and farming community. And we have a friend who's a farmer and he's like, 
that animals don't tell time. When they're up, they're up. And as a farmer, you're up when they're up. And I, I realize it had time to do with like having, you know, more hours of sunlight for them to be out. But he's like, it really, like, that's a silly reason for us to keep changing time. And um, I'm not sure if the farming community like what their stance is, but I think it's an absolute horrid thing um, for us to have to keep going back and forth. Like the time is going to be dark for as long as the time is going to be dark and then it's going to be light when it's going to be light and we will adjust. I know there are people who are freaking out about it like, bah, like it's my depression or my mental health and I'm just not sure that that's a valid reason to not just keep one time. I feel like we're really resilient people and we will adjust. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking, I was reflecting on that because, you know, getting up when it is so dark can be really hard and that whole process. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, it's November and the shortest day is in December and then the days get longer. <laughs> Like, we can do this. <laughs> we can do this. I don't need the eight weeks of extra daylight in the morning. Like, I can handle that. Yes. And I feel like if people let go of their fears a little bit, they too will realize that it's not going to be so terrible because the shortest day of the year is still going to be when there's the least amount of sunlight during the hours. And that's not going to change no matter what time you put it, right? Like it yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. We'll have to give you guys an update because it looks like anything that I can find right now is that the Senate said yes. And I didn't see if the House said yes to changing it. And then it would need to go to the president to sign. So I can't find anything saying where it is right now. I'm hoping because I know there's a lot of people that came out against it after they came. And I just, again, I agree that I think it's fear-based. Yes. And I feel like we've been there like with the House and the Senate for a year. So I'm surprised that there's no update unless it just got kiboshed. It was March of the of 2022. I should say that because who knows when y'all are listening to us. But yeah, I'll dig a little bit more. But since that's coming up around the corner. March feels like it was so far away. I cannot believe how fast October went by this year. September and October, I feel like flew by for me. And it's one of those things where I'm like, how can I slow things? There are certain days, you know, where you're like, oh my gosh, every minute feels like it's three minutes. But for weeks for me, I feel like they have just flown by. And that sometimes gets me a little anxious where I'm like, can we just slow down a little bit? Like too much going on, too much going on. There's a lot. How was your Halloween it was so good. So Buddy this year, I had asked him pretty early because I am not good at planning and I'm trying to make a better effort, at least in regards to him in planning better. So pretty early on, I asked him, I gave him a couple options and he decided he wanted to be a dino rancher. So Yay. I will give a shout out to our listener, Amy. You know who you are, who turned us on to dino ranch. And her daughter and buddy are adorable and they're friends and we do playdates. And that's been a whole new thing for me is doing playdates. And so I found – so, okay, let me back up about what Dino Ranch is. It's a cartoon and it's three adopted children who are of all different ethnic backgrounds and they are on a ranch for dinosaurs. So they ride these dinosaurs and then there's a lesson that goes with it. It's so corny but – 
but good. So absolutely cheesy, but the toddlers love it. Love it. And so I got him a blow-up dinosaur. Hold. Is he a toddler? No. What is he? I'd say he's just a preschooler. Hmm. Yeah. Because the whole reason, the name for toddler is just because kids are learning how to walk and run. So they toddle. Yeah. So I would not put him, I usually say he's a preschooler because he's over three. Yeah. But yeah, he, in some ways, in some things, it's like twos and threes are clumped together and then threes and fours are clumped together. So I usually put him in the three to four range. But yeah. And sometimes if you look up toddler toys, I'm like, oh, he's not into that. No, that's like he's so advanced in so many ways. Okay, so so you bought a blow up dinosaur. I did. I feel like you need to explain the costume a little bit more because it's not just one of those ginormous T Rex where the whole body goes into the dinosaur. No, no. So the idea behind this is that he is a cowboy, and what I found for him is it is a, a partial suit that he wears. So his feet, obviously, like you pull this dinosaur up around to your waist and the costume has fake legs that go off the side of the blown up dinosaur to make it look like he's riding the dinosaur. And then he gets to walk around with it and it has this little battery packed blower. So it blows up and Anna actually before Halloween took Buddy to a trunk or tree and you got to try it out for real because I was like, we'll just see if this fits. I mean, I had it for so long and I was like, I don't know if this thing fits. I guess we'll just try it. And it actually it looked like it worked out pretty well. And he was the star <laughs> of the show, you guys. Like, it was so freaking cute because as with the big blow-up T-Rex things, when you, the person runs, the whole, like, thing kind of jiggles in the <laughs> arms. I wish you could see what I'm doing right now because my whole, I'm, like, She's trying to show you. Yeah. But the same thing happened with this. Like, he would even, like, walk at a little faster pace and the whole head of the dinosaur was like moving around and people would comment on how cute he is and he would be like like it was so (laughs) cute and they're like oh my god he's the best one we've seen yet and I was like I know and then they were like hey mom can we take a picture of him and I'm like I'm his aunt so I don't know what she would say Maybe like, what are we using the picture for? I don't know what I would say either. I mean, if it was, it's so hard because recently we were at a restaurant and Bunny was kind of making eyes at this family and I kept trying to get him to, to turn around and eventually he had to go to the restroom and then I bring him back and he's looking at this family and the mom was like, oh my gosh, he looks just like my nephew. I wanted to take a picture and send it to my brother. And I was like, oh, isn't that cute? Like... She seemed genuine and I know, right? Like I've, his face has been on social media, but there's still a part of me that is kind of a control freak about it. Like I want to control what is going out there, (laughs) which is so weird. Rightfully so. I mean, anyone can rip pictures off of like the FB, but I'm like, no, no, no. Unless I say it's, I don't know. So I suppose like if they were going to use it, it was at a high school. So I suppose if you, if they wanted to use it for like their high school website, that would have been fine. But if they were like, oh, my gosh, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, what else do you use those pictures for? So I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was for – they were <laughs> – they um it was you guys this this is the first time i'm hearing she said yes by the way she told me that people (laughs) asked and then was like "Ah," you know and then we went on our way (laughs) oh boy didn't really ask what my answer was so it was for the high school (laughs) it was for the high school so i was (laughs) so i (laughs) 
So I said, yes, That's clearly our relationship is that I have to actually ask. So what did you say? She's not going to tell me unless we're recording for our podcast where she knows I can't be like, dude, I'm far across the table from her. So she can't reach me. I love that you're waiting until it's like this moment. You're like, you can't do anything now. Yeah. So for Halloween, I am switching topics here. Wait, can you, I think you should tell your cucumber story because I feel like this is a really good tip for parents. Thank you. Yeah. It was completely unintentional and it just kind of happened this way. So Buddy and I went to this trunk or treat at the high school, the local high school that my kids at my middle school, they matriculate, matriculate, not matriculate. They articulate. (laughs) A but a but a late too. They a late too. <laughs> so they mm-hmm. artic articulate. Thank you. It's art articulation area. Wow. They eventually graduate from her middle school and go to this high school. Yep. So <laughs> my friend works at hey Gretchen works at the high school, and she also was going. We coordinated so that she's going to the. Um, trunk or treat with her kids. And so Buddy and I got there a little bit earlier than they did. And so um, when we got there, I got him out of the car and I got him into the costume and we got the air pack and the batteries all set up. And then we were just kind of standing around and I checked in with my friend and she let me know that they were about 15 minutes out. So I was like, okay. So instead of going into the trunk or tree area, cause I figured like as soon as we go in and we do our thing, if they arrive, like we'll be done. And so I wanted to wait for them. That's very kind of you. Well, thank you. And it would it was going to be more fun for Buddy because yeah. her kids are his age. And he might actually end up potentially at school with them. Yeah. And it's just all super fun because we're connected and friends and cool. Okay. I should back up. So I picked him up from daycare that day and I didn't have a snack bag for him, but I had my lunch bag, which had bags and bags of veggies in it. And I (laughs) was like, Hey, would you like some cucumbers? And he said, yes. And and, well, at first I asked him if he wanted tomatoes and then he was like, yes, because he loves tomatoes. And then I was like, Oh, poop. I'm really sorry. I didn't bring my tomatoes with me. And he's like, can I have tomatoes? And I was like, not right now because, yeah, like, yeah, I'm so sorry I offered them and I don't have them with me. But you can have cucumbers. And he was like, okay. So I opened the bag of cucumbers and, and well, and he was just eating some cucumbers. So that was on the ride to the trunk or treat. So we fast forward, we get him in the costume, we're walking around and we're standing on the sidewalk waiting for my friend in 15 minutes and he's looking adorable and he's so patient. And then I was like, hey, bud, would you like some cucumbers? And he was like, yes. So I went back to my car and I grabbed the bag of cucumbers. And he's like standing around in his little T-Rex costume as a dino rancher. And he's looking absolutely adorable eating these cucumbers. (laughs) And then my friend pulls up. And instead of like throwing the cucumbers back in the car, I was like, oh, well, just like we waited for them to get dressed. And then we walked across the street to the trunk or treat. And I will tell you, like, as we're walking around, he had his little pumpkin that he could put candy in and he was doing all the little games and activities and gathering all the candy. 
But I'd be like, hey, you want a cucumber? Hey, you want a cucumber? And his little hand would go in the little baggie (laughs) and eat cucumbers all along the way instead of candy. So he wasn't asking for candy that he was, he was like collecting the candy to put in the pumpkin and eating cucumbers all throughout the darn thing. And then one of my friend's kids also likes cucumbers. So he also was eating the cucumbers and the dad was like, that's pretty genius. And I'm like, I wish I had intended for this to happen, but I didn't. I just happened to have them and then didn't put them back in the car and brought them with me. And look how that turned out. And you're welcome. (laughs) So pro tip Just have some veggies on you if your kid eats tomatoes. Yeah, or tomatoes if your kid eats tomatoes. Bring tomatoes. Oh, (laughs) Be prepared. I thought you said just have some veggies if your kid won't have tomatoes. And I was like, no, no, it's candy. I'm here. I'm present. Yes. No, I think that was genius and it worked out really well. But what? tell me about your Halloween. Oh, boy. Okay. So you guys have some time. Um, Where are we? We're doing okay on time. All right. So for my Halloween, you guys, all right, let me back up even further because I got invited to participate in sibling family photos this year. Okay. (laughs) So let me tell you about this. So after Sean died, I had several people who, and I think we talked about this, but several people had been like, you should really do family photos with Buddy. And I was like, no. And then we did. And it did actually, many people were like, I bet you enjoyed it. And we did. And I'm grateful we did. Well, let me pause there to say that our brother and sister-in-law with their kids do family photos. Yes. The coordinated with the flannel and all that or whatever, same color. So they were doing that. Then you did. That's what I was going to say though, is that, so it's just Buddy and me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, to have to like pay a full amount. I don't need a hundred photos, you know, five are fine, but you can't really just get five. So we did it. It worked out really well. We went through the woman who does our brother and sister-in-law's photos. And then the following year, I said, you know what? Is there any way we could just jump in on yours? Because we don't really need that many photos. And it might be fun to get cousin photos. So we did that. But then we're in the middle of these photos. And again, I kind of coordinate what Buddy and I are wearing. And then they coordinate what they're wearing. And it worked out. Like she ended up wanting to do, the photographer ended up wanting to do photos with all of us, which we were not expecting, but it was very cute. And then we're like, well, this is awkward because Anna's not here. And so it's like my brother and me and his wife and our, all of our children. And I'm like, this is not, this doesn't feel right. right? This feels like sister wives is what she said. <laughs> I did. I did. I made my brother so uncomfortable because we're literally posing for a photo. And I'm like, here you are with your sister wives. And he's like, that is disgusting. How dare you say that? He was so thrown off for the rest of the time. It cracked me up. So Then I was like, you guys, we really should invite Anna next time. Plus, I think it's fun for you to get photos with just the nieces and nephew. And I just think it's it's a really cool thing. Hence, we decided to do that this year. And then, of course, had to have conversations over what was everyone going to wear so that it's not so off, which I have to say either way, like it actually worked out really well. Yes. So I'm pumped. I got excited about being invited to sibling photos this year. And so then come the conversations about, well, what is everybody wearing? And so Alexandra and Buddy have coordinated outfits and brother and Jackie and 
I don't know why I say brother and Jackie instead of like Andre is his name. I'm sure we've mentioned it. But anyway, he's Andre been a guest and on our, He's been a guest on the podcast, <laughs> and he's, so that's okay. He was, if you want to refer back to season one, not that we do seasons. <laughs> season one. <laughs> but I feel like it was in March of that first year because we're like, yeah, I know this is we're coming up on like our two year anniversary. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of excited. Words are hard right now. So we came up with the idea for this year that it was going to be a red theme. Anyway, so I just wanted to backtrack. I don't know why I don't say Andre's name because he has been on the show before. And so we're excited that he was a guest on our show way back when. Anyway. And a side note, and I think we talked about this, but he was a guest as a coach during March Madness. And also his football team ended up winning the state championship that same year. So y'all better hold on to that. And let's move on to the red theme for family pictures this year. Okay. But then he also coached the girls flag football team. First ever. Yes. And they were state champs. Correct. He's kind of a good coach, just saying. He's kind of a big deal. Like his, his, the poker, a a picture with him has been in the news. Like the new, he was in the news for that. He doesn't give himself enough credit. Don't tell him I said that, but he doesn't give himself enough credit, but he's a really good coach. Mm -hmm. So anyway, back to the original point, I'm really excited to be invited to sibling pictures this year. Um, I'm really excited about my solo glamour shots. Yes. Yes, because I imagine myself like on a bridge, like with my hair flowing in the wind. We did say that this is an opportunity for Anna to get some good profile pictures for her dating profile. Yeah. And then Jackie was like, there's not a bridge where we're going. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'll improvise. Okay, Jennifer Gray. (laughs) There will be a tree and it'll be very reminiscent of senior photos. on a senior photos <laughs> but senior means a different thing just kidding because you're not you're very oh, young at heart that I, I got it I was about to like I was thinking about like why are we talking about all this and then you asked no. me about Halloween and then yes. you just called me a senior well here's here's what I say if I'm going to do that to you then I do that to myself so I am also while I might be like oh and deflect this is for Anna's photos for her dating profile um, this can be an opportunity for me as well, although online dating, as we know, is not not working out for me so well. Well, one time does not equal not working out. Correct. Correct. I am excited for these photos. I am excited for you to be there. And I'm I'm very curious and excited to see how our coordinated outfits with the color red are going to turn out. I know. And I bet our listeners are really excited to hear how does this all tie to Halloween. <laughs> I will tell you. Wait, was that what we were talking about? Just yes. kidding. Uh-huh. So first of all, I'm really excited to share with you all that Alexandra has taken on, like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Um, and so she isn't done with dating just yet. <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all heard that in the background, but that was a bus backing up over me and going a couple times. So... um Yeah, it was a big guffaw because, yeah, anyway. So red. Red is the theme (laughs) this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Red is the theme this year, and I decided to just go with a red sweater that will tie in Alexandra and Buddy's outfits and Andre and Jackie's and their kids' outfits, and so I'm going with a red sweater. Why does this all matter? Because I also, for Halloween, 
Yes. Sorry. We were both like, we we're both trying to stay on track today. But yes, I mean, our pictures came, are coming after Halloween. But yes, for Halloween, you were. Yes. I was thinking like, oh, I have red. So maybe I will just be red riding hood because my office was talking about doing like Shrek themed as a pod. And that's really easy to do because in Shrek, there are multiple characters. Right. And I hadn't really heard from them like which Shrek characters they were going to be. And no one wanted to be Shrek really. And no one wanted to be Fiona because they're ugly ogres. But so I was like, oh, I'm going to be in this I have this red sweater, so maybe I'll be red riding hood. And so then I found myself a red velvet cosplay hood from Schmamajon. Oh, how adorable. Yeah. Because, so I was like, oh, this will just be really easy. But then one of my colleagues was like, oh, I'm going to be donkey. And then the other one was like, oh, I'm going to be Shrek. And I was like, I'm going to be red. Now I'll tell you guys, red shows up in Shrek 2, not Shrek 1, because I had to Google it like to make sure that it would fit with the theme. But if they're going to be donkey and Shrek, then I just look really weird as this like odd person, right, is what the, my thought process was. So super duper last minute, I was like scouring Schmamazon because I had already looked at the Spirit Halloween store that was near me to see if there were any Shrek costumes at the Spirit store, and there aren't. So I was like, Schmamazon is going to have to be it. So I was like, fear, fe not furiously, because I wasn't angry, feverishly, <laughs> feverishly looking for a Fiona costume, and I ended up finding costume and tiara and um no a way wig. yeah that I love well I didn't actually see you you were showing me pictures after the fact but I just think that it's so cool how that came about because I tend to be like the last minute planner like oh my gosh can I find this can I find this or is it sold out super last minute Sally and it ended up working out and I'm really excited that's really cool I I will say I did not dress up for Halloween this year I did bundle up to do our walk around the cul-de-sac with adult beverage. But this year, I will say too, right? So we talk about coordinating family pictures. I will say before Sean died, I kind of got into family Christmas jammies. And Sean used to roll his eyes and I was like, whatever, you're doing this. And would pick a different theme. And so now we're getting into that season where I get to pick one for Buddy. But this year, I will say I had like four different families who told me they were all dressing up as family themes. So there was um, one couple that they were dressing up as farmers and their daughter was dressing up as a cow. There was one family they dressed up as all butterflies. Mm. I think one family was going to do trolls. Like the troll dolls? Yeah, from the movie. And then I can't remember the fourth one. Were they going to be naked? <laughs> oh my God. No, in the troll movie, they're not naked. They're not? You're thinking of like the 90s trolls. I dressed up, y'all, when I was, oh my gosh, I had to be like fourth grade. I wanted, I was either third grade or fourth grade. And it was the year that we had the Halloween party where um, our dad um, dressed up as a referee. I think mom, mom was a soccer player and dad was the referee. We had this whole big, and I dressed up as a troll, like an original troll. Were you naked? No. You were there. I don't remember what you... Yes, you were. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I was. I just, my my shaking of my head was that I don't remember. <laughs> you know, now they have so many cool things you can do, but I tried so hard to get my hair to be straight up like a troll and I, I spray painted it pink. And I, um, no, I just wore like my sleeper. Like we don't call them sleepers anymore, but like my flannel um, pink jammies that were like the onesie 
Footy. Jammies. Footy jammies. Wow, that brought me back for that. But yeah, so there's like coordinated family. If y'all do that, that's great. Send us some photos or or tell us what you have done because I feel like it can get really fun. But it's not something I'm like, buddy, you pick what you want and, and then I let him do that. Have you ever thought... I'd love to have a podcast just like this one. Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. We're going to move away from Halloween for a sec, but it looked like you we had are. a lot of fun. Oh, well, okay. Did you have more to share? Well, only because it was like Halloween and people tend to do the scary stuff. And when I had my social at school, like there was like a, a fall social and it wasn't Halloween themed. So people didn't dress up in costumes. But one of the students brought this really spooky doll. Uh huh. And then her like head like lit up, had like purple lights on the inside, and she just looked like one of those like creepy Susie dolls, and it was super scary. And so that just made me think like usually people love to tell ghost stories or share like weird things that have happened to them. And so I just didn't know if you had anything you want to talk about. I have definitely dealt with weird things happening. I mean, I've talked a little bit about Sean, but here's how I like to delineate it. Stuff with Sean, I don't consider to be like the spooky ghost stories, but I will say that I have had some very interesting things happen before. So I will. Okay. In regards to the doll situation. All right, y'all. So when I was in elementary school and we still lived in Connecticut, I had this clown. Now I know some people have fears around clowns and I don't necessarily have fears around it. And I know with the whole it thing that came up. But I do, I don't necessarily have a fear, but I do kind of get creeped out by um, clowns. And I don't know if I've ever shared this story on podcast, but if I have, I'm, I'm going to share it again. So in our house in Connecticut, the house we lived in before we moved to Colorado, it was a pretty big room that I had. And my bed was in the opposite side of my room. So it was like farther side. There were uh, my room was in a corner of the house. So I had windows on two different walls. Then I had like a, just a full wall. And then the fourth wall had my closet in the door out of my room. And along the wall that was just all wall, I had all my shelves with all my books, all my dolls. And I had this clown doll where you would wind it up and the it would play music and the head would go around and around in circles. Creepy clown. <laughs> yes. Well, there was one night in particular where I mean, I hadn't touched this doll in months, right? I was kind of phasing out of playing with it, but I got into my bed and I'm supposed to be going to sleep and the doll would go off. <gasps> what? And so the the head would just move around. I would hear the music and I actually looked because we would leave our hall. I feel like I remember like the hall light being on. Like I didn't have any light on in the room, but I remember like my door was cracked and the hall light was kind of on the clown. And so its head was moving and the music was going off, but I hadn't touched it in months. I like how I was like aghast just now, but I've heard this story <laughs> a thousand times and still always find it creepy. 
Well, and then as a kid, the doll was between me and my door. Mm-hmm. So I just completely froze and just was like, I can't move. I can't move from here. Um, but that's so that's like my creepy doll story. The other story when on and I were talking about whether or not to 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 chat about some of our ghost stories is that years ago I worked at a hotel and this hotel had been gutted and then basically redone and remodeled to be um, a high-end boutique hotel. And I ended up working uh, more on the floor. So when I say that, um, I was head of our docents and docents usually are museums. I won't go into all of it, but essentially what this boutique hotel did is that every person who checked in would have someone who was kind of their personal assistant for their stay. And that's what I managed. I managed all those people. And there's this one room where I was getting ready to have it um, for people to check in and there was an issue with maintenance and I was like, Hey maintenance, I need you to go down to this room and we need to get it ready. Like there was an issue with the AC. Can you go down and check it? And we had doorbells outside of each room. So there was this little trick that if you held the doorbell, the button long enough, it would flash red. And that would mean that someone had moved in the room within like 10 minutes. If it flashed blue, it meant that no one was in the room. So you know, I'd been checking the room like no one's in there. We need the AC checked before I can get this this couple to check into the room. And I talked to maintenance and they're like, hey, no, it's occupied right now. And I was like, no, it's not occupied. And they were like, yeah, we talked to the guy. He's in there. He said the AC's fine. Like there's no issue at all. And I was like, that cannot be. We do not have someone in this room. So time goes by. They're like, we can't get in there. He said everything's fine. And I'm like, but on my roster and in all our computer system, there's nothing going on here. So then finally, I was like, I'm going to prove this to you. So I go down to the room. I'm with the maintenance guys. I click the doorbell. And they had probably been down there like five minutes prior to me getting down there. Because I was like, y'all need to meet me there. And so I press the button. It flashes blue. We walk in and it's dark. And I was like, you see, it's dark. No one has been in here. And they're like, we swear we came in here. Like right now, as I'm telling the story, I'm getting chills. They're like, we swear he had his suitcase out. The TV was on. The lights were on in the room. And the guy told us he was fine. Ah, <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And so literally like they went, they fixed the AC and then we checked the right people in. Around the same time though, I'll say my colleague was working at the, she was managing the front desk and she ha- and so often, right, like now we have kind of the what is it like, but it's where you don't actually have to turn in your key. Like you can leave your keys in your room. You can just walk out of the hotel. We collect the keys. We double check who's checked out. Sometimes you still can turn in your keys. Well, around checkout time and I used to work in the front desk before moving up to, to managing. But you have people like drop off the key on the front desk on their way out of the hotel all the time. So one of my colleagues was working and she had her head down. She was like trying to make sure all the incoming reservations were set for their rooms. We knew where they were. It was all this big process. And this guy like threw his key onto the desk and he said, thanks so much. It was a great stay. And she said, you're welcome. And glanced in from her peripheral vision, saw this older gentleman, kind of white hair, a little older. He was wearing like a tan jacket and he walked towards the door and she's like, that's awesome. A few minutes later, she looks down at the key and she's like, wait a second, this isn't this isn't the key for this hotel. Like what key did he give us? And she looks up and she can't find him. So she figured she left. But the name of the hotel on that key was what the hotel used to be before it had been remodeled and reopened. So she took it over, my colleague took it over to our CPA at the time, like our in-house CPA and was like, hey, you've been here for 20 plus years. 
um, what, like, tell me about this key. And the, the account at the time, she was like, um, yeah, that's a key. Like no one has that key anymore. And my colleague, again, getting the chills right now, my colleague was like, what are you talking about? Someone just dropped it off. And she's like, no, we haven't had that key for more than 15 years. Mm-hmm. 15 years. And so my colleague was like, I don't even, I don't even know. So she like went back out to, to the lobby and to their friend desk and was like looking around, trying to figure out if she can see who this guy is. And, and so every once in a while, people would say that they could see the image of this older gentleman in a tan jacket with the white hair who just like walked through, but they never, it was always like, you never saw where he started or where he ended. So people would see him like walk through the lobby, but they never saw where he was coming from or where he was going to. And then he'd just like blend in and it was always usually when there were like crowds or it's like you'd look down the hallway and see this gentleman, but you don't, you don't like register that you need to pay attention to where that person's going because it's a hotel. But um, every once in a while, a staff member would come up and say that they saw him. I love that. It's so spooky. And while you were telling your story, like I also got like full body chills. And so I'm like, maybe that gentleman is around us right now. And hello if you are. But if not, like I just love stories like that. Um, And I know that people ascribe them to be ghost stories or these really weird things that happen. But all the stuff that Alexandra and I have been reading and studying and just listening to and learning about like – there's something to that. And it's just so kind of magical anymore. Like it's not anymore. I don't know that I'd be super scary. Scary? No, I wouldn't be super (laughs) scary. I don't know that I'd be super scared. I don't know. Like I often wonder if I actually did have an apparition or someone who appeared in that way, what, what I would, how I would act or what I would think, or I don't know. I sometimes think about that. It hasn't happened. And I, um, when I stayed at the hotels that are known to have been haunted, I, I used to, to ask them like please don't do that because I, I was scared um but anymore I'm like hmm I, I wonder like if they are good and of light like that'd be interesting to see backing up to your clown story it's interesting that <laughs> yeah. that's the one that you decided to share because <laughs> yeah. More recently, I sent myself to um, I sent myself into the mountains for a couple of days just to get away. And while I was away, I you guys I did a lot of shit in myself and I feel. It was interesting to to do some reflection about what was happening to me and what I was doing to myself because I was there were times I was feeling super anxious. I stayed in my hotel room where I was staying pretty much the whole time, but I it was really interesting how I was like um, I should get out and go do this or I should go do this and like I I feel like well I'm out in this area and I should pressure myself to experience this thing in this way. But really then what my body was telling me is I just needed to chill and relax and rest and reflect. And while I was doing all that, I was flipping through the TV channels and Poltergeist was on. Oh (laughs) my goodness. You got it. You got to share. That is the one y'all the one. I don't think we've ever shared. Let me, I'm going to interject here just to say that when I was six years old and Anna was, turning a different age she wanted to watch friday the 13th with her friends and i pitched such a fit because and i know it was like after your birthday but i just remember that you wanted friends it was in bridgeport but you wanted your friends and you guys were gonna watch friday the 13th and i pitched such a fit about it i will tell okay so clearly I am now the 4-0 and still cannot watch friday the 13th i had so many bad nightmares around it but poltergeist man 
Don't look into the light, Caroline. Caroline. Okay. So I watched it because I was like, Oh my gosh, you actually watched it? Yes, I did. I did. Well, I think I was going back and forth between that and The Office because I was like, The Office is on in TV, but then commercials, y'all. And I don't have TV where there are commercials except for the basic channels when I'm watching football. But anyway, so in between commercials, I was doing the thing that I used to do and flipping back to other shows. And so it was between The Office and Poltergeist. But anyway, Poltergeist was on, right? And I was like, Oh my God, they built the houses on these cemeteries and they moved the cemeteries but when they moved the cemetery they didn't move the bodies and so these people were really upset and then caroline disappeared and don't go into the light and but at the very end of that i don't know if you remember toward the very end as the family's like driving up right before the family drives off and the house crumbles um there's a clown that like its arms reach out and like try and grab the children and i'm like that is what that's kind of what I remember your clowns to be like, even though they were little, they're probably like the size of my hand at this moment, but that is what I remember them to be. So is they, they were like uber, uber scary. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched it. I don't think I've ever actually read completely through it, but I've, I've watched it and I actually, one year, um, for, Sean's grandma like she's obsessed with Stephen King and reads all of his books so one year when I was making my ornaments I actually made her a Pennywise ornament that's so thoughtful of you oh well thanks I mean I wasn't for that but no I watched the original one but not the second one and I won't I can't I can't do it I'll say this it's interesting to see the the things that impact us because I'll say like yes there was poltergeist and then I'll say Nightmare on Elm Street, the, I think it's like this, it could even be the fourth one. All I remember is the pool scene and the walking down the hotel with the mirrors. And I, to this day, okay, that's the third one. Anna's like giving me like, no, it's a three. It's, I said second or fourth. You know, third. it was somewhere in there. It's mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist not, three. So it's not Nightmare on Elm Street. No, it's Poltergeist See, three. This is totally weird how I like complete. I knew I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Poltergeist, but I feel like it's like a, a Freddy Krueger kind of thing. With the dude and the mirrors in the yes. elevator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so anytime that I've been in a hotel where they have mirrors down the hallway, I freak out and it's what's interesting is like then you go to something like um the stanley help me out here yeah the stanley hotel yeah no but what's the movie jack nicholson the shining yeah Yeah, like like the whole red rum thing like even that doesn't like sometimes weird carpet in hotels (laughs) freaks me out but it's the mirrors on the i'm like can we not do that same 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) so funny you guys have been amazing it is time for the stw i mean we think you guys have been amazing no, I, I'm saying that. You guys have been amazing. You know, you are amazing. Yeah. And you're not alone. You. Oh, wait. We have to do our what are you not alone this oh, week? Oh, what are you not alone? Okay. So this week I will say this. And this just goes for anyone watching a child. If you ever have a moment where you just want to peace out in the bathroom just to have a moment to yourself, you are not alone. If you have ever hit the level of stress that your eye is twitching uncontrollably, (laughs) you are not alone. Excellent. Excellent. All right. SCW joke of the day. What do you got? Okay. Because I recently did laundry. (laughs) It doesn't. I mean, I made it sound like it happens so infrequently. It doesn't. But I recently did laundry. So here you go. Why can't towels tell silly jokes? I don't know. Why? They have a dry sense of humor. (laughs) I thought dry might be in there, but I wasn't sure how. 
again, I will say y'all have been amazing. Check us out. Share us. We are trying to spread the word of the Russian sisters right now. So even if you got a chuckle at some point in time, do share us. Leave us a review. Five star. Reach out to us at the Russian sisters at gmail.com. We love you. You're not alone. We hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Russian sisters. To connect with them, go to the RussianSisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.